This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello hello this is the awful and awesome entertainment rap I'm Abbas and this is Nanika and this is episode 288 uh I feel like I have not been on for a really long time a really long time both of us it's been far away for way too long that's true uh you have been making a few uh, appearances nanika i i do keep checking in uh, appearances a couple of times you've appeared with abhinandan on the show yes yes there was that yeah. yes but the last so, time i recorded that was with you uh when we were talking about i um, monica oh my darling a, yeah yes that was a long time ago i was about to say that uh, for the first time uh, in i think since we started doing this together We don't have a superhero thing to talk we about. We finally I mean <laughs> technically we do have like one little thing but it's not a superhero movie. I did not have to spend like 3 hours or like the length of a full <laughs> TV series on it. So I am very 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 happy. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we have uh, two a TV long shows. list. Yes. A very <laughs> long films, list of things. A long list of uh, a long list of things we have to cover. Two films, two TV shows. uh one fashion show which uh, we have done before <laughs> and uh, the aforementioned uh, superhero thing is uh, the D- new dc slate of movies which just confirms that uh, for the next 10 years or 12 years till wherever we do this we never run out of superhero things to talk about clearly um, and, so uh, and if i keep it, doing right? it for another 10 years i'll keep being punished for another 10 years <laughs> Um so uh, yeah. we'll come to that. <laughs> we will come. So I have mostly covered uh, uh most of the stuff that uh, yes. we are we are going to be talking about. Yes. But since this is awful and awesome and in keeping with the with the tradition of Abhinandan <laughs> not watching stuff, um let's start with the one thing that uh, you actually managed to catch yes. in the theaters this yes. week and I wasn't, okay. which is the newest Anurag Kashyap film oh. and it has a very long <laughs> title but uh, it it goes with the I mean half of the title is almost pyar yes and the other half is with dj mohabbat so it's almost pyar with dj mohabbat it's kind of weird because the movie was released with like no promotion nothing i actually watched the movie without watching the trailer i didn't even okay. know it was a movie movie till you were like hey anurag kashyap's releasing a new movie i might catch it this week i was like that's insane but i did end up going and watching it and uh Yeah, I I I actually walked out of the theater angry. So Oh, okay. <laughs> it was just how do I put it? Um yeah. Well, okay, there is I would say you yeah, like you know this is the plot or something of that sort, but there's no plot mm-hmm. per se to describe. Like it's it's a very weird convoluted plot and it makes very little sense to me because it was treated in that weird haphazard manner where you feel like the mo- like the movie was stitched together last minute. You know, you and I we watched a lot of stuff together and I think this is like my um standard criticism for a lot of things. especially things that are released like really under the radar where i'm like the distributor just needed to get this movie out to make some money back but i feel like it wasn't you know properly done uh so i mean see so b- before we get to your thoughts nanika what yes. is your relationship with anurag kashyap and his cinema okay i was actually going to talk about it uh and yeah you know i've not watched a lot of anurag kashyap work i have not watched his magnum opus which is gangs of wasipur i'm sure I, I, somebody in the comments uh, would be willing to murder me and telling me can we stop this podcast <laughs> right now and just watch gangs yeah, of wasipur back to back <laughs> I know somebody's going to be like oh she's too biased to be able to talk about this but I have not watched Gangs of Wasipur in my defense 
gangs of Wasipur is this this cultural behemoth that I technically know of the plot and the characters and I've seen like 5,000 snippets of it without ever having watched the movie. So in a way, I have watched the movie. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, have exactly. you not been on dates where the guy just explains the genius of Anurag Kashyap to you for the next two hours? Have, I've definitely <laughs> known people who've done that, but I feel like I one of the things I'm really blessed in the department is that I can tune out noise. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm sure something of that sort <laughs> must have happened. Uh, point is, uh, I actually, you know, uh, watched Dave D like really recently. Like 2020 was the time that I actually, when the lockdown finally happened, is when I watched Dave D. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about Dave D is, it may be like whatever as a movie. A lot of people love it, and I think it's like some X Y years, Z years of anniversary coming up for it now. But um, the thing about that movie is, it still manages to deal with its female characters with a little bit of tenderness, like Anurag Kashyap. has to i think to us little bit of a degree understands women or understands what like female emotional you know inner Atechar. life is like emotional atyachar or female emotional inner life is like like he doesn't <laughs> at least for devdi he did not treat us as like you know disposable whatever right. i mean you know we were just not there to torture the man and ruin his life and then become like an example out of but this movie oh my god it's like two parallelly running love stories in two completely different environments so one is like small town dalhousie and the other one's happening in london um and yeah it's the story of like those same characters playing like you know it's alia whatever her name is and this karan mehta guy who's a new actor they play both the characters in both the uh, both the settings yeah. and they're in love and they're very young people like alia's character must be what like 16 17 18 and the guy must be what 21 22 at best uh, so not even particularly old and they're in love and it's just about you know how like caste and uh, not caste like religion and class comes in the way of love being fulfilled which is i believe it's an interesting like you know given the times that we live in which are already so stressed and so strenuous and um i think this would made like this would have made could have made for like a really good movie uh, but really? it was just I do not know what was happening. The plot point was shoved with like five hundred different motives. At the end of it, you're actually pissed because it's like you know what it, it does a disservice to the very politically charged topic that it's trying trying to cover. Okay. Uh, so I was just I was just a little pissed while watching it. Uh, do do not, you think it's one of those which uh, like uh, bit more than it can chew? Oh, or definitely, was it one of those? definitely. I think yeah. it was trying to do like you know like parallels between this and that, and it's trying to do it's trying to shove so much into just one movie, and on top of that, there is this really over the top like musical score in the background because music is like a big part of this movie as yeah. well. uh you know whatever basement anurag kashyap keeps amit trivedi and he made him produce a lot of music out of it for this one but it was just like all of it felt like oh god you need to relax a little like you know anurag kashyap did this thing where he's like he shoves a movie with like 5000 personal motives and plot points mm-hmm. and what not and which is something every young director wants to emulate because it's like it's such a personal way of making a movie but i feel like anurag kashyap can give it up now like there is a significant amount of his work outside he doesn't need to shove 5000 things into the same movie it can still even if it's a simple well done well acted movie it will do its job uh which it did not do like alia's character she's playing two different girls of completely different like class and social standing in two completely different locations and yet she manages to be a manic pixie dream girl in both the settings which is 
<laughs> like she's young she's stupid in love and she does things that the consequences of which are bad and then you know the guy who she's in love with ends up paying the repercussions for that was just like it just felt disrespectful like is this girl so stupid that everybody who falls in love across like <laughs> i don't know multiverses is just like cursed and doomed so it felt a little disrespectful i understand that love is like a pain point for a lot of people and it takes a lot of hope and courage to be able to treat love as an emotionally like charged matter and make art around it also that is well done but yeah this one was you can safely miss it in the theater and not lose out on a lot so yeah uh-huh. so can i can i firstly just say how proud i am that you use the term multiverse because that's uh, yeah, yeah okay fine i know i clearly i'm being brainwashed a lot by watching this. <laughs> so um you know it's very interesting because i am one of those or rather i was one of those guys who would mansplain anurag <laughs> cinema to the women i would go out on dates with and especially his first i think five or six films black friday yeah. uh, gulal yeah. uh, uh, no smoking were all like uh, are ye to mera cinema hai like this so edgy yeah, yeah. edgy <laughs> you know indie cinema but uh, i think your right excess is something that uh, i have always had a problem with adurak yeah, yeah, yeah. all He his films so are at least 30 to 45 minutes too long than they require Correct. to be and i'm a um, very excessive person by nature i'm very much a maximalist yeah. like you know do 5 foot 500 things if you in it if you want to but it's just like you know even I, if i say this is going a little over the top then it must really be going over the top so you mm. know so but i just want to make a comment about the last couple of films he's done so i think post bombay velvet which was his big big bomb yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. at the box office yeah. uh so he made mukkabaz which i like okay. i think that that's his last really good film that he made uh, apart from that the last couple of films he's done uh, manmarziya was also i think partly good have you seen manmarziya i have not <laughs> Okay, I think Manmarja is decent, but choked Dobara and now almost Pyar. So choked uh, was a, came out during the lockdown. It was released on Netflix. It was, it was the one to be... where Rajkumar Rao gets trapped in a. No, 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 no that's sorry, that's trapped. Sorry, sorry. Oh, that's trapped. Yes. What that's, is the plot uh, of choked? Uh, jog my memory. So choked is supposed to be this heist, not a heist movie, but it's supposed to be this. Uh, uh comedy of errors kind of a thing it's a, it's supposed to be a comment on demonetization where this woman oh, okay, chances okay. upon uh, a car- uh, you know currency notes which are banned and there are there are there is this whole uh, sort of uh, com- comedy of errors to nahi keh sakte but uh, some 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 switch- switcher who happens it's because of which the one with the, it was released on netflix it starred roshan matthew I think yeah yeah because yeah, okay, I mean okay. the 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 cast was full of newcomers so I ah, might okay. not be able to recollect the actors but I saw that film on Netflix and I thought it did not require the demonetization angle at all yeah. so I think it was force fit into the into the narrative then dobara again is a remake of a spanish horror film which was well done but I didn't really find any anurag kashyap flavor in there and now uh, almost pyar is also I like, feel like he i mean he's taken on this role where people expect so much of him so he's supposed yeah. to be the pseudo cultural commentator but Uh, yeah. He doesn't necessarily need to do that. Like art can exist for its own sake. It doesn't necessarily have to take on this political undertone mm. because sometimes you can make something that comes deeply from your heart and it can still be political. You don't have to, you know, co-adapt like political narratives to make a good movie. So mm. yeah, I've been enjoying the uh, tour of interviews he's been doing. So uh, doing for yes, the I think film, yes, though. that has been because, a lot better than whatever this. Yeah, <laughs> because it's quite unhinged in his interviews. So yeah, those have been much fun to watch. <laughs> uh then i guess the movie anyway i 
I might go for the movie tonight. Yeah, just, actually, yeah, yeah actually, go episode. go after this, watch it, and then you know, get back and tell me whether if you disliked it as mm. much as uh, I did. All right, so maybe I'm so being what, a little too harsh, also, but like it's yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> what's Vicky Kaushal's role in the movie? He's Vic- the DJ. Oh Mohabbat, God, there's it? no role. <laughs> He's supposed to be the DJ Mohabbat, like the one in the title. Uh, but he doesn't really? do anything. He just appears and gives advice here and there. And he has this podcast going on where he gives like advice about love and whatnot. And it's just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> You're married to Katrina Kaif. You shouldn't be giving advice about <laughs> love out. <laughs> uh, but so, so uh, this is supposed out. to be. Uh, Anurag's uh, sort of uh, not tribute, but his attempt at uh, portraying the love of this of Gen Z. Oh God, uh, you and, know what? And considering Lenika, you... you're closer to Gen Z than I, I am. I think I am. I've never really, you know, cared about where I fall on the millennial Gen Z spectrum. But whatever. Point is. uh listen like love isn't fundamentally different for young people just because we have like dating apps right now okay <laughs> like it- so that that's an interesting point you brought up about the dating apps because we'll talk about that when we come to uh, one of the two tv shows that we're discussing but let's talk about the more buzzy tv show yes. uh, of the two that we're discussing the one that's been dominating social media it's called the last of us uh so the last of us is the newest prestige hbo show yes. uh, which which has taken the same spot that uh, that shows like game of thrones and house of dragon did um it's based off of a video game a very very popular video game uh, just to give an example i am not a gamer but i still have a played good this? idea of the have of you the played last line. of us i haven't played it i've seen a couple of playthroughs on youtube uh which which if you don't know is just you sitting in front of a screen no, no, watching other people no no i watched a lot of playthroughs for the witcher so i know what it is oh okay um so yeah i've seen a couple of uh, uh, playthroughs for last of us i was vaguely aware of the general premise of the show um so in short the show is about uh, a man called uh, joel uh, who has to take care of uh, a little girl uh, whose name is escaping me right now uh, do you remember the name nanika no but i know she's played by bella ramsey yeah from ellie, from ellie, game ellie, of ellie, thrones ellie 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 yes um and there's a group it's a post apocalyptic setting yes. uh, something happened in 2003 which uh, brought about a pandemic uh, which sounds very familiar yeah, but, well, uh, God, too familiar. what uh, what happens in the world of the show is this pandemic takes over the world uh, in 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 merely a matter of days and it's not a viral infection but a fungal infection yep. that has taken over yep. people and um people essentially become zombies and uh, the show follows a group of uh, people who are some of the last remaining people in the united states and it is a commentary on how humanity will change in a in a situation like this uh in the first, i've seen three episodes so far so in the first three episodes the narrative keeps shifting between pre pandemic the the few days yes. when all uh, shit went to hell and then 20 years later which is 2023 their version of 2023 where things have uh, things have gone completely insane and how this man and this uh, little girl form a bond um, uh, between each other so nenika what did you think about it i have some very strong feelings about the show but i'd like to know um, i will start off by saying that uh, most media around societal collapse really puts me on edge because it is one of my biggest fears 
like you know I'm usually not comfortable with the topic because it always sends me into a tailspin of like would I survive a pandemic would I survive a zombie apocalypse uh, and I think the answer is no because I don't have any of the skills that you need to survive <laughs> a pandemic like a social um, collapse societal collapse so yeah that always yeah. puts me on edge uh, so I was a little like apprehensive about watching it I thought I wasn't gonna watch it but then I had to watch it for this so I just <laughs> you know went into it um and uh, yeah i mean uh, listen it did not i've not played the game i know it's very highly acclaimed but it did not leave as much of an impact on me like it's a mm. decent enough show to watch and i know it's prestigious i know they've put a lot of money into it um the imagery around like societal collapse that they have uh, is pretty well done but it's still just like the only emotional impact is leaves is just like you know making me anxious uh, so i think like i'm not the biggest fan as of yet like the story isn't gripping enough for me to overcome that fear and watch it okay so uh let's how many episodes have you seen so far three three and a half okay four so, have released as we record this so four, four have been out since uh, at the time of recording we're recording this on the 8th of uh of february yes so uh i what from what i believe the first two episodes had a had good reviews and good uh, sort of response yes but it was the third episode yes. which sort of brought uh a, a, this avalanche of great reviews and a lot of emotional yes. sort of reactions and just to um, give us an opus of the third episode the third episode actually is almost like a standalone episode where they follow yes. where where the audience gets to see uh the love story between two men yes. we we sort of leave behind our protagonists uh in in the first couple of minutes of the episode and then we follow this uh, uh completely new character played by Ron Swanson from <laughs> Parks and Recreation yes. and, and um, uh, the person he, from White Lotus season 1 uh, yes and uh we are shown that the he is this conspiracy theorist theory nut who uh, survivalist in the in the, in the uh, situation of a pandemic that that works out very actually, well for him yeah yeah paranoia works in his favor and he's able to survive for a couple of years and then he's uh, he comes in contact with this other uh, character who's played by uh, uh, the, the, this australian actor who was very good in white lotus as well and then we basically for the next 12 to 13 years uh, they uh, live together time, yeah. with with certain time jumps we see their love story which is very well done it's very tenderly done it is very um, very tenderly done uh, yeah. it was you know it was insane that he managed to survive what like 17 18 years together all in a yes. pandemic like complete societal collapse there's not even anybody else around them uh but yeah hats off to the preparation that Ron Swanson had done to be able to survive this complete yeah. societal collapse but <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was uh you know like it's talked about a lot and i understand the need of everybody wanting to see like true genuine emotional tenderness on screen which was represented in this scenario yeah. uh i wasn't as obsessed with it i thought it was very well done i'm not going to say yeah. that it wasn't but maybe it didn't leave like as much of an emotional um, impact yeah. on me so i think where uh, maybe you and i sort of uh, I mean we we did not have the surprise element of it because yes. I think when people saw it for the first time they've seen yes. two episodes which yes. have followed the fairly conventional correct, idea correct, of correct. a post apocalypse yes. zombie show and then in the middle of that you suddenly yeah. see this very tender love story yeah, which without giving much aware, away yeah I already was aware that it's going to happen so I think like yeah. you know it wasn't as uh, much without giving much away the the moral of the show is uh, no matter what uh, 
situation you are in the world you will always find someone to care for and yes, certain yes. things are just not in your hand yes absolutely um, and you talks about like death and you know mortality and how difficult it yeah. is to deal with and how yeah. much you know you need love and hope to survive even in the absolute worst situations yeah. you know bus every time we do awful and awesome we somehow find a way like we're just like watching tv shows but we find a way to talk about death and <laughs> no, love no, sir, and I'm hope. coming to that so you, i'm here to <laughs> tell you my my uh, uh, sort of my view of the show uh it was a tough watch for me it because was a tough those, watch those me, yes. few early scenes where they show total i mean when when the when the collapse, fungal infection collapse, starts happening yeah. and we hear reports on the radio and it's spreading through the uh, through the through the world and even though the uh, time period in the show is 2003 yes we just experienced it like 2 years ago exactly right? maybe, exactly maybe, maybe not <laughs> maybe not in a few days actually for us it was literally a few days where the prime minister correct, just came correct, on correct. tv and he was like uh, hey, from listen, tomorrow we're shutting down like, everything i think exactly. for them it was just like a really accelerated timeline like the disease gets discovered and within by the evening is just like like everything is just everything goes to off. shit yes uh which um, was so, you know so i remember like right like 2017 or so this author sidin who is known for the doc series etc uh-huh. uh he released this book which was supposed to be about like a very like a mutated version of the legionnaire's disease uh, which is the kind that you get by standing at like close to air cooling units uh-huh. um so yeah, it's just like a really aggressive version of the legionnaire's disease and how it completely devastates the country because it's a pandemic and i was like damn that was a tough read and it's so scary hope i never have to go through a pandemic <laughs> in my lifetime <laughs> uh yeah 3 years later um well <laughs> i have to also mention the opening scene of the show the very first scene of the first episode yes. which is a 1960s talk show where yeah, there is a, there is a virologist how, yes. who's talking about a viral pandemic and then which i am 101% sure was rewritten after the pandemic that scene yep. had to be put in there yep. um and then the fungal infection expert is like uh, if only the temperature of the earth kept yeah, increasing yeah cuz like and... yes let me fuck you up by telling <laughs> yeah. you about how scary it can get for you um yeah. but yeah it's an I actual also, fear uh, like you know uh, ice caps and all melting like you do not know what's frozen in the ice and what's coming for us sure hope i never have to find out <laughs> <laughs> i also think that the show uh, is a uh, commentary on 911 yes. because uh, it's uh, around the, the same the, time yeah it happens in 2000 the the pandemic in the show happens in 2003 and there is this inbuilt paranoia in the american psyche that just never went after 911 and one of the first lines that the kid says uh, when the pandemic breaks out is did the terrorists do this oh yeah, yeah and yeah. then later on we see uh, in the imagery there are two uh, large buildings collapsing on top of each other and uh, the 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 character played by played by Pedro Pascal is uh, an ex soldier yeah, ex- he's a veteran yeah he's a veteran yes so i think there is a bit of a commentary in th- there as well the show is created by Craig Mazin who did Chernobyl did you watch Chernobyl i actually literally like just like january like last week sat down to watch Chernobyl but i just okay. got caught up with something else so i never really finished it but i was very excited yeah. to watch it when it had first come out because so, nuclear disaster is like a cool yeah. thing to yeah so i think what's different about the last of us from other prestige hbo shows i think it that even in a in something like game of thrones where characters are dying left right and center there is a, there is a certain sense of uh, i won't say joy what a certain sense a, a sort of projectile motion that's moving the plot forward yes. there is the last of us just soaks in the depression correct exactly <laughs> I exactly it, it, i think it, that was my biggest problem with it as well like you know you're dealing with a topic that is already as 
um desolate as complete societal collapse in yeah. the wake of a zombie pandemic uh but you also like diffuse it with no hope no tenderness is just like coldest weirdest situation that you can watch it's all so sad to look at uh so abbas i have to ask you yes in case of a zombie pandemic like yes. wo are you a survivalist are you going to make it through do you have excessive preparation for it like <sighs> my day has come or you're just going to be like yeah bye bye <laughs> No I I think I'll be gone in the first 5 to 6 hours. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I I give myself like a day tops. <laughs> Not more. Like if you make it through a day you're like, "Oh, I won this already." Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was a good run. <laughs> oh god. Oh, what god, about you? Um I feel like I personally do not know if I have a lot of will to live, but I think like if I do try to hold on, it will be a whole different conversation. Yeah, like. if I do try to hold on. No, 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 will to live in the case of societal collapse. Otherwise I'm fine. Right. Like if things are running smoothly, I'm cool. uh but like it, but i would probably like hold on or try to fight on for like people i love like you know friends and family otherwise i'm like yeah, yeah. you know what i don't really care i'm wearing good clothes i'm lying down and you can come and get me so i can like peacefully leave <laughs> no so for the first time i felt like maybe this show was too soon i mean i know that it's been in development for like since since pre pandemic okay but i felt like i don't know yeah like <laughs> we're not ready we're soon. still a little traumatized maybe you could have exactly, given it yeah. a little like you know the whole concept of bio weapons and disease devastating the world yeah like yeah you know what i we literally just saw it like in 2021 so maybe like chill out <laughs> uh so yeah <laughs> so i i think it's a like i, I it's a very uh, sort of a Uh, cautious recommendation it that is, the show yes. is very well done and it is actually it's very, very well done i yeah, will say that yeah. completely the storyline being like the whole different deal maybe it's your ballpark but it's a very yeah. well done show very well written very tightly done the characters are good bella ramsey has an excellent american accent you can never tell yeah. that they are actually not american and pedro pascal is good as always he's a wonderful yeah. actor and i'm glad he's getting his laurels now like as mm. he should have gotten a long time ago So yeah. I did you know I recently came across a meme a couple of days ago that he was actually a guest vampire in an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer back in 1999. Damn. So he's been he's been struggling since then so I'm really glad oh that God. he's got his Oh my god. I'm glad he's yes, I'm finally I'm glad he's getting his due because I do think he's a wonderful actor and he has the yeah. capacity to hold a screen very well. Um yep. good for him. Cool. So that's a cautious recommendation yes. uh, from uh, from me from me and Anika for that. Um, <laughs> our producer Aditya is saying he and Belly uh, he and Bella are the same ages as DiCaprio. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, yeah. I actually saw this meme where people are like uh, Bella DiCaprio Ramsey is what eighteen? It was nineteen, and Pedro Pascal is forty seven. Leonardo DiCaprio is forty wow. eight, and his current girlfriend is nineteen. I'm not sure whether it's actually his girlfriend. Apparently, it's just like a paparazzi thing, but. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, in- interesting. I'm not going to comment on it because you know people feel like a lot of different ways about age gap relationships and whatnot, <laughs> and I have nothing to say really. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, see if they ever make a movie version of this, Leonardo can just play the, uh, you know, Leonardo and his quote unquote girlfriend can play the leads. Oh God! For the, for the last of us. <laughs> My God! Do not say that. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So those were our thoughts about the last of us before we move on I'd just like to remind all the news laundry subscribers that Abhinandan and Rajshree did an episode with uh, Amit Gupta the singer they interviewed him and uh, you can watch a short excerpt of that interview right now 
And here Amit is in our studio. Hi Amit. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? Hi, hi. 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 First time ever that I'm uh, doing an interview on my birthday. Also. Oh, it's your birthday yes, also. Oh my birthday. God, happy birthday. You should have sung happy birthday. Uh, okay, <coughs> fine. To sing. <coughs> happy birthday I'm not, to I don't you. want to scare you, Sarah. <laughs> but she's giving the ex- excuse that her... I sing very Bengali. Yeah, I have to sing you well. Have to, yeah. yeah, it's just natural. Dude, you have no idea how bad she is. No. <laughs> I'm not joking. Even when her throat is not... I saw her record songs and send it through our brother. Just to complete his deal. But, um, so tell me, Kali Kali Raat is a very unconventional music video. It shows a couple, but they are not of different genders. Um, so, tell me, you wrote this song, you composed it, you've done everything. How do you, how do you come up with this? Is there, is there any level of collaboration that happens? Or is it a very lonely journey to make this? Um, I think, I think it starts with a lonely journey. But as in when, I think audio is one output of and one segment of it then when it comes to video then it's a whole different world so we thought that audio is anyway you know about anybody can perceive it in a certain manner it can be about genuine love or genuine love but when it comes to visualization then it should be something different should Mm -hmm. be on the screen so we just thought and we had people we shot it in Dehradun Mm -hmm. and we thought of doing it with same gender uh, because we were, there were too many boy and girl love stories going yeah. around. So we thought, okay, fine, we'll do probably two guys. But of course, Dehradun, nobody was willing to do it. So oh, then we, is that right? Yeah. So then we got two girls and they were willing to do it. And we were very happy. So the, so you initially thought we'd get two guys, but yeah. no two guys want to yeah. Yeah. be on camera. Oh my God. Yeah. And that too in Dehradun. Yeah. <laughs> but Amit is several, I won't say several decades my junior from school. Uh, you didn't study it in school. You do Riyaza. You have a guru, you said? Yes, yes. She is, uh, she's from, she's learned from Patiala Gharana. So she was mm-hmm. earlier Patiala Gharana based and now she is Indore Gharana, which is Abhi Khan Saab ki taraf se, jo lineage But I, I do study and there's, I would not say that I'm a classical musician or a classical singer because wo level bahut upar hai. Mm. And I study it to kind of understand the notes and just have that sthirta that I want. And if your skill is good, and my guru says this, that 50% skill and 50% dil comes out in a performance, mm. right? And if you have anything more of that, dil bhi thua zyada ho sakta hai. Lekin skill logo ko pata chal jata hai. Skill agar aapka kam hai, toh besuri ho rahe hai, ya phir thura sa idha ho jata hai. But you're good enough to pull your guitar at a party and everyone yes, say, Amit, Amit. Even if you can't perform with the, you know, the Bheem Sen Joshi type of league. But, Absolutely. Yeah. But you can, you know. I can definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a very brief stint in Dehradun recently. I uh, opened for Lucky Ali. Oh, you did? Yes, and it was a very good moment for me. He is my idol. Mm. And I sang all my album songs because they wanted some independent you know, okay. songs to be there. And it was amazing. People really loved the songs. And then after that, people were calling me left, right, center. So oh, I excellent. got into the whole zone oh, of going around and performing. And then I also sang a bunch of things which I didn't want to sing. You know, dancing around, doing some party. Okay, that. Party that. Then. So there's a mix of both. You know, so it's a good understanding of what do you want to sing? Or how do you want to take your career or this path forward? Choosing the songs right Yeah. Now, basically. Have you seen Ashiki? I have. So in that, 
राहुल Unfortunately, we have to say bye to our video viewers on YouTube. Uh, the rest of the episode is still available on the, the News Laundry website. Uh, the rest of the episode, of course, is behind the paywall. So do subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. You can listen to the rest of the episode on the News Laundry website or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, so bye. Bye bye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.